Happy New Year! 2020 was quite the year, but we made it through and are into 2021. Many of us with the desire to live life a little differently. With this in mind, Father Raj and Cece exercised some mental muscle with their friends Elizabeth and Ryan, two passionate fitness friends, to talk about New Year's resolutions, dieting, self-image, and health. With all the food for thought, we hope everyone's resolutions work out and give you a motivational lift. This is Fitness and Fed. What is up, fam? What's up? Did I do that good? Yeah, you Father did. Rush? Normally I say, good, right? welcome to Famished and Fed. Oh, okay. Well, you just <laughs> said it, so there we go. You're usually A podcast show. where we uh, talk about food oh, and where faith. where we talk about food and faith. Can you tell? I'm usually, I've, this is my second, third time doing the intro. Well, yeah. We, I think we, I did. Okay. I'm going to just write it out yeah. next time. I don't have it. I don't have it nailed down like I do my... um. My hora del obispo welcome. I don't oh, have yeah. my go go to yet, so I'm gonna have to uh, get comfortable with that. To all our listeners, happy new year! Happy new year! Oh my gosh, this is what it's the year of Saint Joseph. It is the year of Saint Joseph, and I'm so excited because it means like we could sleep all year. Don't you think that's what it means? <laughs> that's a that's a good take on it. That's I haven't heard about that one yet. I'm just gonna dream and sleep all 2021. Those are my two theme words: rest and dream i'm gonna try and take on some some carpentry um, oh for saint okay. joseph okay okay <laughs> i'm gonna try and make a doorstop that'll be if i can get a doorstop made <laughs> by the end of the year <laughs> success wow is that i guess you know little by little poco a poco <laughs> that's really you, you don't know how to make a door you need a doorstop well I'm, you know it's useful okay <laughs> All right. Well, we're stepping into the uh, the new year. Thanks to everybody who joined us for our live New Year's Eve party. Uh, we did like a little year in review. So that is always super exciting to look back on just all the amazing things um, we were able to do um, in 2020 um, and all of the blessings and all of, you know, even the challenges that we had to face in the last year. I think, you know, God is is generous and God is good in spite of when circumstances sometimes don't seem that way. What do you think, Father? Amen. Yeah, I, can say, I couldn't have said it better uh, myself um, that, you know, uh, God is generous. And, and you may not see the fruit yet of some of the crosses or the seeds planted from 2020, um, but I'm sure, I'm sure they'll bloom in, in your life, our lives. Uh, yeah, just keep on keeping on. Oh, I like it. Bloom. You said bloom. It wasn't yeah. like harvest. It was like flower. You go yeah. ahead. You go there ahead. You go. Well, you know, 2020, the new year, I thought we could talk today about something really exciting. Oh, I don't know if it's exciting, but something super popular. And what do, what do the kids say these days? On brand. Is that right? Did I use that right? 
Maybe uh, not. No, I don't know. None on. of us. We're not cool anymore at all. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't actually no know clue. how to use that. It's okay. No, 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 no kids verify. listen to our podcast. So don't worry. None of the young hip kids listen to our podcast anyway. It's okay. But anyway, so what's on well, brand? New Year's resolutions. I put in the notes when I was writing them out. Writing them out. New Year, new me, and we're here to talk about health and fitness um, and dieting and all of that interesting New Year's uh, resolution theme things. And, and, leading- and this is why you're hosting yeah. today, because I have no oh, clue yeah. anything about this. <laughs> so this is why you are hosting. If our listeners are wondering, uh, I've never had a New Year's resolution in my life. So oh, I'm going to wow. learn today. I'm going to sit back and, and learn. <laughs> all right. Well, there we go. Well, except I guess well, I just made one of I'm going to make a doorstop. That's the only New are. Year's resolution that I've works. ever made. It, so, but it go might ahead. not be on um, the health and fitness topic, but I mean mental health, intellectual health ties into that. But I'm so excited to introduce our two guests um, who um, just, you know, have been good friends of both of us for quite some time now. And we're just excited to get you guys on um, to the podcast. So first, uh, Ryan Ramirez, bro, Rye, the inspiration guy, right? Did I get that right? <laughs> hey, what's going on, y'all? <laughs> Thank you for having us. Happy 2021, everybody. What a year 2020 has been, but this is how it's supposed to be. I'm excited to be here with you all, and Father Raj, always a blessing to serve with my brother, Father, with the same blessed mother, and uh, CC. There you go. And 707. Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, 707. Ooh, Say it backwards. Say it backwards. <laughs> and then they do this pyramid thing with the hands. Pyramid? <laughs> it's not a pyramid. Egyptian? What? Never. No, it's sevens. <laughs> I know that. I know what it is. Pyramid. You know it. It's like anyway. that anyway. Right, we, we're missing your energy here in California. We know oh. we're missing missing you back here in Cali, but um, but good to have you here on the podcast. Hey, definitely. It's like likewise. I miss that Bay Area flavor, and just the Holy Spirit is is definitely different out here in the East Coast. Um, but it is one of those things where right we're sent to go out and divide and conquer and share mm. the Spirit and continue to bloom. I love what you said, Father, earlier. Mm. You know, uh, we got to be put in a place to bloom, not put in a place to share what. You know, like we've already been grown. So like anyways, yeah, bloom is a is a huge word for me right now. So awesome. time to bloom. Yep. Go ahead. And then um introducing Elizabeth. How are you, Elizabeth? Hey, thank you so much for having me here. You know, when I first met all y'all, I never imagined that I'd be um a guest on a podcast that you host. So I'm just really grateful to be here, honestly. Thank you so much for inviting me to be here. And praise God, man. Like, I know 2020 has been a rough year, but here we are. We're in 2021, and who knows what God's got planned for us. So thank you Ooh. so much for having me. Oh, yes. Who knows? It's. I know it's going to be good. It's going to be an amazing year. Did you bring any uh, coupons with you, Elizabeth? I'm just wondering. Discount codes uh, for your work of any? No? You're just laughing. You don't have any. Sorry, it's a new year. I get. I haven't. If I'm gonna make this new, you know, you know, uh, healthy resolution, I might need some some equipment to buy. I'm looking for a discount. Oh my no, god! Just... I have not gotten there yet. We're not on the the sponsored influencer status yet. Okay. So, no. No well, friends and family yeah. discount or anything. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, on the topic of health and fitness, maybe uh, bro Ryan, Elizabeth, can you guys explain your personal connection to this specific topic? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Liz, you want to go first? Sure. Um, I graduated from Sac State a few years ago with my BS in kinesiology. 
For those of you who might not know what that is, uh, it's the study of human movement and physical activity. My specific uh, concentration was exercise science, so basically the science of how your body moves. Within that time, I got just super into lifting, running, all that type of stuff. Ended up deciding I'm going to get a master's in this too because it's so cool. Um, so I actually just graduated from Cal Poly Pomona with my master's in exercise Ooh. physiology. Yes, Ooh, thank yeah. Congrats. <laughs> thank you. You know, 2020 pandemic graduation, but we still did the thing. Um, yeah, so I just got my master's in exercise physiology, um, and I'm now teaching labs online at Azusa Pacific University. Um, and back before shutdowns, I was doing personal training, CrossFit coaching, Olympic weightlifting uh, classes and stuff. So I just really like movement, and I'm, I tell people, I joke, I'm like, I like exercise so much that I decided to get two degrees in it. So that's how <laughs> I ended up here. <laughs> beautiful beautiful Ooh. yeah sweet right on that's that's awesome like my story is totally different uh just to be straight you know growing up in vallejo playing ball at wardlaw elementary shout out to go. all the folks who know about wardlaw go whales wardlaw whales just trying to be the next you know what i'm saying michael jordan and just balling right that was the biggest thing balling and then interesting fact bowling all right, I did have a bowling. I did have a what? bowling scholar. I did have a bowling scholarship. That's a whole nother situation. Um, but I got into just basketball as my first passion, and then of course, trying to get with all the honeys. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I was at the gym trying to hit the weights hard to impress the females. I'm not even gonna lie. Full transparency in high school, and so connected with my boys, and we would just go to the gym, try to get buff, play basketball, and then obviously life happens and you got to jump into the real world get careers and you don't have the luxury or the time to do all the things you want to do when it comes to health and fitness so your boy kind of let himself go really let himself go um i pushed almost like 350 pounds um at some point in the early 2000s after after college and it, it just got to the point where my daughter who was about to be 12 was almost 200 pounds and I was like, how am I going to tell her not to eat this or eat that? Yet, I'm not leading the example. So a lot of my connection with health and fitness now was more of, I want to be the example and the best example I can to not just my family, but those around me. And then on a ministry level, it was more like, if God has given me these gifts and these talents, I'm not doing him any service by not taking care of my temple and not taking care of my body. So I got into CrossFit, love the idea of community doing something different, found that in 2014. And then I found the Olympic weightlifting platform, really loved it, fell in love with it. I got my USA double, USAW level one. So a weightlifting certification to coach in 2014 as a sports performance coach and really just um, fell in love with the sport of Olympic weightlifting and shared it with elementary school kids all the way to senior citizens up to 67 shout out to joanne balella um, who um, is a nurse in fairfield who did olympic weightlifting as a sport and just really helping folks understand um, health and fitness through the foundation of olympic weightlifting so so more of just i don't want to be on any pills i don't want to have any medications i don't want to do insulin and that's really the biggest focus and connection that i have with health and fitness and I want to continue to do the work that God puts on my heart wherever that takes me and not let my physical health be a reason I can't serve or I can't do his work. Hmm. Amen. Well, that's that's just that's all good stuff. I think it's um you know, this is somewhat of a 
I don't want to say it's a hot topic. I mean, it, definitely at the beginning of the year, it is kind of a hot topic. And, you know, everybody's thinking about how they're going to get more healthy and, you know, what they're going to do for the New Year's resolution. But I do want to just put out there, you know, um, we're just sharing in conversation. You know, this isn't meant to be, you know, everybody should be putting out a New Year's resolution this year to get fit and lose weight. That is not what this podcast is. We're just talking about a topic that's kind of, you know, in the forefront of this time of the year. Um, and we'll be kind of engaging that aspect of this conversation throughout um, the podcast. So um, I, I just want to put that out there. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, totally. And um Rye and uh, Elizabeth, I don't, I don't know how 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 much, and, and this isn't a, a quiz. And I don't know how much you've listened to our, our podcast before, but uh, like a lot of the thing, times, what we want to do is say, okay, we've got this aspect of, of food culture, and in this sense, you know, eating healthy and and, and a healthy body. Um, how can that, you know, teach us something about the faith? Uh, what is good and true and beautiful about that? And um, so, yeah, that's some of the stuff that we're going to explore. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to hear what you have to say, how, how even, you know, your own journeys, you, you talked about, you know, whether that's studying the body or whether that's, you know, um, going through the journey you, you had, Bro Rye, with, um, you know, the, the weight, the exercise, then the weight gain, the weight loss, all that stuff, how that journey might tie into your journey with God, too. I'd love to hear some of those things. Yeah, totally. Um, so, I mean, some people listening might have noticed um, we usually start the episode after intros um, or maybe already when the intros are happening with the taste test. Um, but but, but Cece was know. embarrassed because we got some health nuts here today. <laughs> she didn't want to be last episode. No. We ate, uh, we oh, ate like man. two cookies and a, and a cupcake? cupcake. And a cupcake. And hot cocoa. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is a diet episode, so we're not talking, we're not going to have a taste <laughs> test. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, it was a time factor. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we weren't sure when we were going to record, so we didn't have time to arrange a taste test. But um, hopefully we can get you guys on social media and share, you know, some yeah. type of, you know, a little <laughs> recipe of something you got healthy, quick and healthy oh, snacks I that you like or <laughs> something. We'll get, we'll still have a taste test in a different form. So just for the yeah. audience, that's waiting. Yeah, I was waiting. Waiting for that, I, I was like, "What is your treat meal?" Right? I was, that's what I was waiting for. Not a cheat meal. What is your treat meal? And oh, I was like, "Let me go. look over." You know, so. I was literally uh, about to get my brother to get me a Chick Fil A milkshake just for this episode. <laughs> oh wait, real quick, Elizabeth, is a Chick Fil A milkshake is that okay on a healthy diet? I'm just wondering. We'll we'll get to that later. Oh, okay. yes, exactly. Exactly. I need to know. We yeah, need to we'll know. Oh, no, but uh, nice. real quick, this is a tangent. But uh, Elizabeth, I, I know um, you, you're making bread too, right? I, I saw through the through the pandemic you were doing some sourdough. Are you still doing that? I uh, killed the starters. Oh, yeah. never mind. Well, we we know about <laughs> killing starters from our bread episode. So yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry to bring up bring up bad news. Jeez, anyway. she was trying to leave. She was trying to leave that behind in 2020. Why'd you bring that into the new year? My fault. I My knew fault. the year was over when I killed the starter. I was oh like, god! Oh, oh. 2020's done. Oh my. <laughs> 
All right. Well, launching into this, we'll just dive right into the topic. So one of, I think on every article I was looking at, the most popular New Year's resolution is somehow related to health, whether it's, you know, um, they're going to, you're going to exercise more, you're going to lose weight. Those are like the two main things getting fit. Obviously, I don't think 24 hour fitness is going to have a huge increase in subscriptions at the beginning of the year this year with the mm. pandemic but um you know i'm sure there's other types of fitness things people are going to be looking at i don't know if peloton's profit margin is just going to go through the roof i don't know there's other ways i'm sure that will be reflected in modern day society um ryan you talked a little bit about your weight loss and bodybuilding and then elizabeth you mentioned studying the body and fitness and exercise maybe you guys could just speak a little bit into how you view those things, um, you know, in your own personal life um, and just, you know, your own journey with health and how that kind of ties into, into you know, the new year, new me type concept. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, great question. I mean, first and foremost, I think that I'm not a big fan of resolutions um, in the sense that we're giving up things. I think it should be more of like, what are your goals for this year? And have you continued what you were doing in the last year? So for me, 2021, I want to get back into competition shape. And so whether or not I was on track doing that in 2020, right? It's like, I don't know, there's just something about the word resolution that doesn't sit well with me. So when I think about health and health goals, for example, um, I don't think about the numbers in terms of like losing weight, Right. I think weight is is part of the problem. I think, you know, the goal should just be healthy. And then when we think about and focus on numbers, which a lot of people do, right, the 20 pound challenges, you know, the um, the deficiency eating like the, the deficiency diets where you're like eating. So, you know, eating less calories. I mean, we know that's not fun. We know it's not enjoyable, but we also understand like there's a sacrifice when it comes to health and fitness and it comes to, you know, uh, your goals. So for me. First and foremost, I'm always looking at the relationship you have with food, which is why I appreciate your podcast. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have a good relationship with food, it's not going to have a good relationship with you. Ooh, and, and, and put that on a about, sticker. That's a, that I was going to say, that's sticker worthy, man. That's sticker worthy. <laughs> and the reality is, like, we spend more time eating during the day than being in the gym. If you went to the gym for an hour a day, well, you're spending more time eating, snacking on the road, in your car, at your desk, wherever you're at, than you are in the gym. So if you are into the numbers and into the science, well, just the numbers are opposite. We should spend more time focusing on what we're putting in our body than the exercise that we have. And I think that's the biggest problem most people have. Like you can go ham in the gym for an hour, two hours, but then once you go to that drive through you just defeated the whole purpose of the gym. But so why are we going through the drive-through? Why are we putting certain things in our body? I'm a believer that it's the relationship with food that matters. Because if you stress off what you're eating, then that's going to keep, in my opinion, that's what's going to keep the weight on. Filipinos ate rice every single day in the Philippines, and they are not gaining weight if that's the goal. <laughs> but it's the lifestyle. It's the relationship. And once we start cutting out all the foods that are part of who we are in our culture, then I think that's also part of the problem. But again, that's a whole nother mm -hmm. layer of this issue. But in terms of goals and, and health and fitness, my, my first take is what is your relationship with food? Evaluate that first. Figure out something that's manageable in terms of like on-ramp. Don't go cold turkey. On-ramp yourself, two, three, four-month plan. And then incorporate movement if you're not exercising. Because if you're exercising right out the gate, 
your appetite goes up. And if you don't know how to eat, then you're in the drive-thru. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> I hate to say, but that's just that's just the reality. Because I've been through it. Like that that mm-hmm. was my pattern. Mm-hmm. That was my pattern. So, uh, I just real quick, just to, to what you're saying about you know your identity and you know knowing knowing your your food culture and mm. you can do that. You can you don't have to change your identity, but if you know you know with, it, it's all, we've talked about this before on the podcast. Intentionality, right? Like if you're going into the situation with intention and you know what you're what you're trying to do, it, it makes all the difference in the world. But um. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and Father Raj, let's be real. Like adobo with uh what is that? Cauliflower rice? Don't give that to me, man. <laughs> don't, don't give it to me. Someone was like, yo, have this adobo. And I was like, where the rice? And they're like, oh, try this cauliflower rice. I was like, don't. It doesn't even soak it doesn't even soak up the juice. Y'all, cauliflower rice does not soak up juice. I'm not saying I don't need cauliflower rice, but what I'm saying is don't it's different. put that in my yeah, exactly. adobo. It's not the same. Yeah. Like, exactly. It's not the it's same. It's not the same. That's all. CC it's once all. made me, um, she, she, I, I did keto for like maybe a month. Uh, <laughs> but uh, really well. CC once, I, well, I, I was longer than a month. I think we did six months or something. Yeah, like- but um, but CC made me once uh, a loco moco with, with cauliflower rice. And it was okay, but definitely not the same. It's not the same. But that's what I always tell people when, you know, it's like, it's, it's, you can't ever think it's like going to be the same thing. It's, there's a reason it rice tastes like rice, like, you know, so it's like, you have to accept, you know, it's, it's like what, what, what Rai is talking about with, with the goals, like, what's your goal? If you aren't eating rice and you're substituting it with a vegetable instead, like there's a reason for that. So there's a reason you're not eating the rice. It's, you're not if you wanted to just eat rice and you'd get a exact substitute, then just eat the rice, you know, but if that's not helping you towards your goal, you know, you go. then yeah. what you are you go. doing? Right. So I think disclaimer, it, I love them both. I'm just saying like with adobo, yeah. it's like, come on y'all. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, so y'all touched on a lot of things that I wanted to bring up, especially with goals. I feel like, especially with new year's resolutions, no one's super like specific or intentional with them. Um, a lot of things that I hear is like, oh, I want to lose weight or I want to exercise more. And those are, or, you know, get healthy. But And those are great goals that I think like a lot of times we're not very specific with them. Or what we try to do is, like Brian said, we just jump in like full first, full force, like try to go, you know, from eating like potatoes and meat like every single day, which is awesome. And if you eat potatoes and meat, like, well, I don't know why I just thought of that. Um, but let's say, you know, going to the drive through three days a week to completely cutting it out, like that's going to be really hard to make that change. And like Brian said, you know, if you're cutting out everything that makes you like, like a part of you at the time, it's going to make you really sad and you're going to want to just jump right back into it. Um, a key thing, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard of this before, is setting SMART goals. Um, and I've taught a lot of uh, workshops and classes about this, but um, SMART is an acronym for S being specific and being measurable. So instead of just saying, oh, I want to exercise more, you could say, oh, I want to exercise 30 minutes a week. Um, a, it's adjustable. So, okay, maybe 30 minutes a week is too much for you at the time. Make it 15, make it 10, or maybe it's not enough, make it an hour a week. Um, Realistic is R. So, you know, going back to cutting everything out completely. If you're like, I go to the drive-thru three days a week, how about I only go two days a week? 
making it, you know, more realistic for your lifestyle at the time. Um, and then C, timeline. So what's your timeline for this goal? I personally, um, last year before everything happened, was like, you know what, instead of setting like a goal for the whole year, I'm just going to set a goal every month that I'm going to meet by the end of every single month. And it would be, okay, I'm going to rock climb once in January, twice in February, three times in March, and then everything closed. And then I couldn't do that. So that's just an example, like setting a timeline for each of those goals. And like Brian said, being um, super intentional with it. Um, and as far as like, I loved what you said, Brian, about your relationship with food, because I feel like we a lot of times feel like we have to give up everything that we like when we try to go on a diet or try to be healthier and you don't necessarily have to do that you know you hear everything in moderation i don't personally like that because i feel like it takes a while to figure out what moderation is for you and so going back to my original example is like if you're going to the drive through three days a week moderation for you might look like, you know, like I said, two days a week, or maybe it'll look like not ordering a side of fries when you go get a burger or something like that, making it super adjustable for whatever uh, your life is, as opposed to feeling like you have to completely put yourself through some sort of suffering for the time being. Absolutely. I, I remember um, when I was uh, thinking about this whole idea about your relationship with food, I used to think when I was a bigger dude, like why did I enjoy hosting and barbecuing outside of growing up? Right. I always wanted to be that uncle who makes the barbecue, <laughs> the barbecue sticks, like every family yes. party, you always got the uncle who's like, who's behind the grill. So I made it my, like once I had the, the resource and the opportunity, I started barbecuing and gathering and right food gathers. So that was always a big part of why mm. we would put the big spread out. And the second piece is like, you know, agape. Mm. Can you imagine you're off carbs, keto, and you show up to Agape, <laughs> you're you gonna be that person passing everything up. Like, and I and I felt like I never wanted that to be a reason. Like, I used to be that guy at certain points where I was like, oh, I can't do this, can't do that. Super picky because I'm trying to. I got my goals, but like, there's better ways to prepare for that. I've learned, mm -hmm. and in my relationship with it, again, it's not a cheat; it's a treat meal. Mm -hmm. Because just the word cheat already puts you in this negative Ooh. mindset. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's like, oh, I cheated. Yeah. And then da, 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 and then you feel guilty and now I'm stressed. And then I hold on to the weight. But if I say, yo, I get a treat meal because I'm going to be with my family and it's a treat. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not going to have that much rice or that much this or whatever, you know, the treat is. Then there's joy there. Then there's mm -hmm. agape yeah. there. Then there's there's fellowship there. There's mm -hmm. there's gathering. Right. And I feel like we look at food just as caloric carbs and again i'm not saying there isn't science yeah. behind because there is mm -hmm. but i think even behind the science like let's peel it back down to the most to the most like simple simple piece like what is a relationship why are we eating in the first place i dig that so, I, I dig that oh. the a treat meal i'm gonna um i'm gonna <laughs> use that treat meal um but no i and and there's so much that that you said in there right that I, i'm so much in agreement with the, the the concept of uh food gathering folks and the and food uh, uniting people you know the sense of uh, koinonia i think you said it even earlier like at the very beginning like you know it's got to there has to be something that that is communal about it right and this even even and we can talk about that with with setting goals you know how community can support you you guys talked about crossfit and how you need mm. um you both of you in crossfit and you talk about how that sense of community is alive there um there there was uh one other th uh 
And that's what Agape really is. You mentioned Agape. And so for those that aren't um, aware, um, there's the, the, the general sense of Agape, but there is also this um, more specific thing that you might experience on retreats or whatnot where you break bread with one another. And, to, and, and exactly what you're saying, I would be so sad like if, if for whatever reason the choices I made made me not be able to enter into community, right? Like that, I, the choices that I was making made me not ever be able to go to a barbecue, right? Like that would be tough. And, um, and you know, we're, I mean, not to mention we wouldn't have a podcast <laughs> if, we, if we were like, like, yeah, you know, it, you know, I'm just one food thing for my, the rest of my life or whatever. No, yeah. I, I, yeah, that's great. Like we need to, we need community for sure. I also like Elizabeth, what you were talking about, just like the the thing with moderation, because, you know, it, it does, you know, we, we talk about faith a lot about how like everyone's at a different point in the journey that, you know, um, you know, even like in the prodigal son, right. What the, what the prodigal son needed was different than from what the, the brother, does he have a name? The other brother, the one who stayed home, you know, the type of love that we need is different. Right. And the amount of mercy we need is different. Um, and it's kind of, I'm like, Oh, I felt so understood when she was saying that, you know, like, Oh yeah. You know, moderation for you might look different because of who you are. So, you know, when she's talking about like, you know, I eat like 20 cookies a day, you know, moderation for me might look like 15, you know, <laughs> which might look horrible to someone who has zero cookies every day. Um, but for me, there there's a sacrifice involved, right? And I think we have to remember that when we're um, around other people too, you know, because like, we don't know if people are struggling with things. Um, we don't know what you know, where they're at in their journey. So it's like, you know, when we talk about when you compare that, like to the prayer life, for example, it's like, you know, you've got homie that goes and does, you know, he's in the, the chapel adoration all day long. And then you got the kid who maybe just showed up to youth group and can't stay awake during the rosary. <laughs> but they're at different points, right? In the journey. Um, but growth is growth, right? And and they're moving step by step. So I think I, I really like that in terms of what we're talking about now, because, um, you know, you both mentioned that, that idea of like coming out the gate and people just kind of, they go all in um, and how, you know, it's like, I'm just going to give it all up or I'm going to go to the gym every single day for three hours or, you know, I'm just going to completely change my diet or whatever it is, you know, and I've seen that in people in general on many, in many types of things. A lot of people, they, they kind of like dive head first, but I do think, you know, um, Ryan, you've been talking about peeling back the layers. And I think there is also an aspect of, you know, how much of it is like my own health um, and how much does what other people think about me influence what I'm doing right now, right? There's that like identity portion. And I think that's important in this conversation um, because we do live in a society that really has put in the forefront, you know, um, being thin, um, being super healthy. Um, but, you know, really... Um, people have really poor self-image a lot of the time because of just what they see, you know? So how do you guys think that plays a role um, as far as like your identity, right? We believe that we are children of God, that we are made in his image and likeness in any shape and size, no matter what you eat or don't eat, no matter who you are, right? That's what we believe. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, even myself, like I've struggled with self-image and, you know, um, post partum, you know, weight gain and weight loss and that kind of stuff. And that really, even, even as a person of, of faith who believes that I'm made in God's image, I still struggle with that. So what do you guys think about that aspect 
and, you know, of, of being made in God's image and likeness, but also how does that tie into this whole realm of things? I would love to start us off with this. Um, this is honestly one of my favorite, like, aspects of studying the human body, one of my favorite topics, too. Um, a verse, I guess, if we're going to go biblical on everyone, um, that has always hit me with studying the human body. It's Wisdom 13.5, and basically it's saying, for by the study of created things, the original author of by analogy is seen. So the original author of creation is seen by seeing things that are created, including our bodies. Um, and so when I was like in school and I'm watching, you know, people running on a treadmill for time and people like putting out as much power as they can on a bike or even with myself and my friends like rock climbing or hiking or running, it's not so much about like, okay, what does that body look like as much as how is it being what it's created to be? Like how much, mm. like what is it doing or how well is it doing what it has been created to do? Like God did not give us like a heart, lungs, muscles, a brain to just sit, right? God gave us all of these different parts of our body to use them and to glorify him. Like another Bible verse that always gets me is in Corinthians and it says glorify God through your body. I think it's like first Corinthians six twenty. Um and so just by like exercising, by doing activity, you're glorifying God through that movement. And I feel like if we were to kind of rework our frame of mind where it's not so much okay how, you know, healthy am I? I used air quotes. I realize you all are not going to see the air quotes, but how quote unquote healthy am I by the way that I look or even by how much I exercise, how much I can lift? It's more like, am I using this body for what it's made for? And that is movement. And it, it looks however, like Cece said, you know, if you've never lifted a weight in your life, then movement might look like going for a walk. If you're like Ryan and myself and you like putting super heavy things over our head in a squatted position, that's also incredible and glorifying God. It's, it's whatever, you know, you can do with your body. And so I, it really breaks my heart when I feel when society, you know, puts this idea of like looking a certain way on our health or on our journeys, because it's really limiting how we view ourselves as created beings too. It's more just like, okay, what does it look like as opposed to how well is it doing what it's made to do? Yeah, um, I think definitely the culture, right? We talk about culture all the time and social media definitely doesn't help the situation. I talked about a while ago where comparative mindset versus contributive mindset when it comes to social media, are we comparing or are we contributing? And so because of the new years, and the new you, and I, I don't even like using that term, honestly, it's like, I like new year, best you, you know, new <laughs> year update, like not even new, new you, just continue to grow in the person that you are already called to be. But yeah. when I think about this idea of um, the culture and the expectations of what the body should look like or what our health should look like, I think that's part of the problem. It's like, yeah. we, can't we can't compare, you know, my day 100 to your day one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that happens a lot is we compare, you know, our day one to someone's day 1000. 
if they've been doing this on and on and on, whether like you said, CC about prayer, mm -hmm. right? The, the kid at youth group who can't even, you know, be, be around for a rosary. And then you got the other kid who's going to adoration all the time. <laughs> like that was built up that way. So if we look at ourselves and compare, mm -hmm. that's already part of the problem. And social media is really good. The algorithm. That's why I say, I hate the algorithm, even though I understand it's important. So I changed <laughs> it from the algorithm to algo to him. Mm -hmm. Hey, Y'all can take that one, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I'll go to him because it's not about the algorithm. But when I think about this whole idea of health and fitness and, and the goals, it reminded me of two things that came to mind when you were when all of you were sharing was, you know, me and my best friend, Brian Valles, shout out to B. We used to work out, and during this time, we called January to February pretender season <laughs> in the gym, right? Everyone is pretending. They're going in hard, and then you see they fade out. You know, end of February. They say February 28th is actually the day when people actually stop going, where they totally fade out. People who were gung ho, February 28th, for whatever, there was a, a, uh, a study where it was like by February 28th, most people's memberships are not as active as they were when they first started. And then it, you know, it's like a season, right? Then it comes back uh, before the summer because they want to get swole for the summer, look good for the summer. And then they go hard and then the, the winter comes, right? And then there's a cycle. Mm. And so I'm like, stop pretending and just start contending. Mm. Like the mindset is like, let's not pretend, but let's just contend. Like let's compete. Let's let's put ourselves in the race, not for the short term. And the same thing goes with our faith, right? After yeah. retreat, spiritual mm. high, we're yeah. ready to go. We're going to serve the Lord. Praise the Lord Jesus. And then all of a sudden, like we, we don't have youth group. We don't see each other. We don't have small group. And then we just kind of fizzle out. Like mm. stop pretending, just content and that's going to look different for everyone which is why we have the virtues y'all prudence temperance all the good virtues yeah, totally. and i think that's something that um we as as believers and those who aren't like just even looking at the root and the essence of how we can approach health fitness faith food it can make a huge difference um and then last piece was i was in the uk i think last year uh i think it was last year when i was in the uk and danielle and i were on our anniversary trip Folks had dad bods everywhere. Now, y'all know what the dad bod is. And I will say this. I will say this. I was like, I was telling my wife, I was like, babe, man, they don't even trip out here. Like, they just let their guts kind of hang out. But they're comfortable. You can, when you see them, they're full of joy. They're with their families. They're with their wives. They're with, you know what I mean? Like, there was a different type of, like, um, mindset and, and mm. culture there where, if we were here, it would be like, oh, my God, do you see that? Like, people would, like, snap it or put it on Instagram story and make mm. a meme and clown yeah, somebody because yeah. of how they look. But in the U.K. or whatever, you know, the places where we were at, it was just like, be you. And it was, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, I mean, I, I thought it was a beautiful thing because it was really just celebrating the person. And then you saw so much joy in them. They weren't, a lot of folks, again, that we encountered. It didn't seem that they were, were, they were self-conscious about how they looked on the outside per se, because they were already doing their their part as a husband, as a father. Wow. And I think that's something that we have to remind yeah. ourselves about is like, what is our mission? You know, to me being fine, y'all, I hate to say this, all my listen, all the listeners out there, being fine is overrated. <laughs> because at the end of the day, if you believe in church and, and the way that we're supposed to be married to one person, you only gonna be with one person. So <laughs> being fine is just overrated. Just gotta say that right now officially on the 
it's official. It's official, y'all. Blue and fine is overrated. If, yeah, yeah, put that on a sticker. If we know, if we know anything about this podcast, you know, <laughs> we just put out things onto the internet, and they're, they're official. You heard it here first. Uh, being fine is overrated. Uh, is overrated. No, overrated. sorry about that, y'all. No, no, it's great. It's great. It's great. It gives uh, a lot of hope to a lot of people, I'm sure. Um, but uh, I want to. I want to come back to something you said earlier, bro. Um, you, 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 you talked about this idea of you just got to contend. You got to get in the race, like, you know, and, and I, I think that's where um, the church has a beautiful uh, image to share with us, right? This image of the journey, like you said, you know, um, I'll go to him, right? That's the mindset. That, that That's what the church desires for us, that we keep on the journey, one of the problems with, with social media and this overflows into body image you're talking about is that we so often just want to have this snapshot of perfection mm. and, and we're not on the journey. And, um, you know, it, um, these uh, creators in, in, in social media, they've, they've talked about, you know, how the like button has, you know, they wish they could take it back and those kind of things, right? And, and, and there's, a, there's something really true there because so many young people, and I see it, they are just so focused on, okay, the here and the now and the easy perfection. And if they can't do it, it breaks their heart. Or, or if, yeah, if, if, if they can't find the right filter, it breaks their, you know, if they can't look perfect, then that's it. But the point is, we're not meant to be perfect in this one moment. We got to enter the race. We got to journey forward. And that's where we're going to find happiness. That's where we're going to find, um, you know, satisfaction, not in like, okay, today I'm going to log on and see how many people have liked my photo. No, keep journeying forward. Um, yeah. I, so I, I totally agree. Contend, get out there, move forward. Uh, siempre adelante, you know, mm. uh, to quote blessed, uh, Hunapera, or Saint Hunapera yeah. Sarah. Saint. There we Hello. go. Saint. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, Padre. I'm just kidding. My bad. <laughs> you know, you get used to calling some of the saints, uh, you know, blesseds, and then and this then they true. go and canonize them. What do you know? <laughs> and they mess it all up for you. Um, you they mess to, it all up. Uh, okay, he's not interceding for you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh goodness, I need all the intercession. Saint, who please pray for us. Pray for us, indeed. Ora pro nobis. Um, I, I guess that was another thing that was on my mind too is, uh, you know, we were talking about being on different journeys, having unique lives. Some of us are focused on this vocation. Other of us are called to this vocation. I think that's one of the things that the saints can show us too. And maybe, um, you know, we, we've got some saints who are super, you know, they were, they were kind of hardcore in their prayer and they were hardcore in their, you know, living out their lives. But then, then others that were, you know, um, St. Teresa of Avila always says, you know, or not always says, he has that quote of, uh, Oh Lord, save me from your, uh, sullen somber saints right um so there's some saints who are, are are more lively more more loud um you know and then others that may be more quiet and contemplative and and i'm certain i'm certain that there are saints that had all kinds of different body types right yeah. and so if if this saint who maybe had this body type um you know was um able to make it to heaven then there's hope for us all and uh, even if we're not fine right bro right <laughs> that's overrated <laughs> Fine is overrated, y'all. Overrated. You only gonna have one spouse. I'm just saying. Oh my! All right, I want to throw this out there. So I sent um, all you guys an article to kind of look at um, before we hopped on the show. I don't know if you guys keep up with um, like 
social media celebrity tea. But so recently, <laughs> I know this is kind of a super random, but it was like totally on on topic. So um, recently, do you guys know the, cele- um, the singer Lizzo? She's a bigger girl and she still is very comfortable in her body. And, um, you know, she puts herself out there. She, she feels beautiful in her own skin. She's very much um, a person who really puts that in the forefront. Um, and she gets a lot of flack for it in the media, you know, about being a big girl and like nobody wants to see that a lot of negativity around um, her her body and recently she was on social media um, talking about she was doing like a juice cleanse some type of cleanse for her body and social media erupted so there was this whole thing about people were like well she's supposed to be um, about body positivity but now she's promoting this juice cleanse and this thing and she's trying to get healthy but so so there's this whole you know that's kind of like when I was reading a lot of this stuff, you know, um, I, I kind of went down a little bit of a rabbit hole, but there's like the body positivity movement. There's also what they, some people call the fat acceptance movement, which kind of talks about how people who are overweight are looked at and treated differently in society and culture as a whole, right? Um, and just overall health. Um, and so there was this article that I founded. It was um, talk, It was a dietitian. And, and one of the lines was in there was that, you know, um, people don't trust me because I'm an, um, well, they use the word fat, you know, people don't trust me because I'm a fat dietitian. They're like, there's no way this doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, and I, I have you guys seen there's like those books, uh, Don't Trust a Skinny Cook. It's kind of like that type of thing. You know, there's like this this conception that, OK, well, you're a dietitian, but you're bigger. So that doesn't make any sense. You clear, you know, um, so I don't know if you guys had a chance to look at the article, but I just wanted to bring that to kind of talk about a little bit, because one thing I was thinking was like, you know, Lizzo and other people who are body positive, you know, and, and they're embracing who they are, um, you know, and people give them hate for that right like oh you're you're ugly you're big we don't want to see that right all the negativity and then she did something that was kind of more on the health side and then people were all mad at her for doing that you know and it's just kind of like this is why you know we were talking about social media earlier and where we how we feel about our identity and our our body image it's like this is why people are all messed up because this is what happens you know it's it's um father raj and i've talked about this um you know it's like when you go to a filipino house and it's like oh you're so skinny you need to eat more you know and then you come back and whatever and the other cousin comes in and they're like oh you got fat you know it's like well you said i was getting skinny so i was eating you know so it's like I don't know. I just wanted to throw the worst that out is when there. they tell you you've gotten fat, and then they still say, "Did you eat?" And like they're they're really like, and then they give you leftovers. That's the worst. Any thoughts? Any thoughts on the topic? Oh, okay. Uh, you know, there's a lot. I mean, the reality is, is when we think about, and I was reading the article. You know, body positivity versus fat acceptance, and. I think this is a really, it's a tricky dance Mm -hmm. because on one side of it, you want people to celebrate who they are from the inside out. And if they're a beautiful person on the inside and then it shows on the outside, that doesn't mean you're beautiful on the outside because you have the perfect frame, the six pack, the whatever, whatever's. But I think that's where a lot of, um, again, the confusion can be. And then when I was reading the article and it was talking about fat acceptance, you know, it reminded me, I'm not sure, and I'm dating myself now, but does anybody remember Martial Law, the TV show Father Raj? Oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah. Sammo Sammo Hung? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Martial Law was a a TV show, and it was a, uh, I think it was Japanese or Chinese character. His name is Sammo Hung. 
And Sammo Hung was a huge dude. Yeah. But he trained with Jackie Chan. Yeah. And he could do pretty much everything Jackie Chan could do, but was a big guy. And when I started seeing him and, you know, Sammo Hung, so I made, like, my nickname Sammo Rai. Uh, <laughs> because the idea was that I could still be a big dude and still do the things I want to do, whether it's play basketball, mm -hmm. do sports. And so the idea that as I was reading the article was like, yeah, let's accept the fact that I might not be 0% body fat or the perfect BMI, but I can still be healthy. I can still compete. I can still be on that day-to-day. -day. And, and more importantly, energy levels can... Uh, serve me to serve, you know, the people I serve and, and whatnot. So when I think about just that kind of concept, we've lost that. Mm -hmm. It's not health doesn't mean, you know, health is being equated now to, you know, the way you look and body, body positivity. And like you were saying, the article was sharing, it doesn't include everybody. And I think that that's another part of the culture that's being created with, you know, body positivity and fat acceptance. Like, you can call me fat all day and I know I'm not whatever, whatever, but I know what I can do. Mm. And that's part of the self-acceptance for me. That's part of like, it's all good because I know who I am and it's not going to mm. phase me. But I think that for a lot of our, you know, a lot of our listeners, a lot of people out there don't equate it that way. Right. And I think that that's where um, it's really important that we do have this idea like, what is fat acceptance and what is body positivity and what is you know, true self-acceptance. Like, what does that really look like? And then again, you're you're playing with like the whole inside out type type mindset. And for many people, it's confusing. It's confusing because we could look a certain way, but not feel good a certain mm. way. Mm. And then when we try to celebrate our 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 robustness, our huskiness, right? I used to, you know, Rex never ready, Rex, <laughs> you know, the husky boy, right? Like we try to celebrate that husky boy in us, but then we don't feel good inside. What size right? are so... you, Rex? <laughs> exactly. Husky. Husky. Shmedium. <laughs> Shmedium. Extra. So, extra Shmedium. Yeah. So I, I think that there's, mm -hmm. there's a lot there. Again, it goes back to our relationship with, you know, health, with food. It goes back to kind of like, are we were you know, if we're putting ourselves out there kind of like Lizzo is, then she has to understand that if she does try to take a move in one direction, that this is kind of the 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 slack that she's going to get. Is it right? Absolutely not. But does, you know, can we see where people are coming from? A little bit. Um, because then there's people who have been super huge and they lost a lot of weight and now they're like not the same person they used to be. Like I've seen stuff like that where celebrities are, you know, really big and then they lose a lot of weight and all of a sudden their personalities change or... They're just not the same. They don't have the same kind of oomph or the same energy. And I don't know. It, it's it's a topic that will will be ongoing. So, yeah. Elizabeth, any thoughts? Yeah, I had to read the article many times to kind of understand where, like, what she was talking about, too, um, and just to really gather my thoughts on it. Um, because it's definitely something I see a lot. I mean, I'm on social media a lot, and there's been so many trends recently. Like, there's been trends on TikTok where girls will stand, like, in, in different angles in front of the mirror, and they'll be like, I'm skinny, but then I'm fat, and then I'm skinny, and I'm fat. And they've gotten a lot of clapback for that because they're not fat. And it's kind of putting being fat in a negative connotation. Like, look at me, I'm looking skinny right here. Oh, man, but then I look fat. 
And a lot of fat people have commented on that saying, oh, so you're just out here saying that my body is a negative thing to you. Um, and that's really got me thinking, even like, I've been rewatching New Girl. I don't know if anyone's seen the show New Girl, but there's one character, Schmidt. And the whole joke with Schmidt is that he used to be like super fat. And it, I was thinking, because as Ryan was talking about people, you know, lose a ton of weight, they become a different person. And that's Schmidt. You know, when Schmidt's fat, he like can't get the ladies and, you know, he's just this goofy guy. And then he loses a bunch of weight and then he's, you know, like this man who gets all the ladies. And I'm like, that doesn't seem right to me that we're attributing being fat to like a certain personality or like in those TikTok videos, like a negative thing. But at the same time, and I think Ryan kind of mentioned this, it's a really tough conversation to have because I, I even asked my little sister today, I was like, when I say like body positivity, like, or fat acceptance, like, what do you think? And she's like, well, yeah, it's good to, you know, celebrate someone for what they look like, but also it's not good to celebrate the fact that they might be actually unhealthy, which mm -hmm. is a real thing. You know, it is a real thing that the more body fat that you carry, the higher your risk is for having different diseases. I think Ryan mentioned it earlier, you know, reason why he went into his journey was because he didn't want to be on blood pressure medication or, you know, be at risk for diabetes or anything like that. And I'm not saying that you're necessarily going to have that happen, but it does put you at that risk. And so I think the way I, and I was thinking about this too, the way we could kind of approach it is like, instead of judging somebody for being, you know, fat, they got to that point somehow but maybe that's not where they are now and they're just at that part of the journey. So going back to the, what CC said earlier about not judging someone for being, you know, in day one in the chapel, it's the same thing. Like, you know, maybe this is their first day, they're out for a walk. That's amazing. That's incredible. Like they're still out doing the thing. So I think we need to just remember that everyone's on a different part of their journey and not be so quick to judge. So, you know what, Lizzo? drink your juice, like, I'm here for it. Um, eating is good too, Lizzo, but I'm not, I'm not hating on you because of it, if that's what you feel like doing. And I think that's, a, that's the main mm -hmm. thing. Like, Cece and I, we talked about this the other day a little bit. Like, it's your choice what you want to do. And, like, no one's telling you that you have to diet and no one is telling you that you have to eat more food. But if you choose to do that, know why you're doing that like have an intention behind why you're making the decisions that you're making like even if it goes to resolutions you know why are you cutting out that certain food or why do you want to exercise more and I think having that intention and purpose behind why you make the decisions you do um, will help drive your motivation to achieve whatever goal it is you might have. Mm. Father Raj what do you think? Yeah, yeah, well, you know, um, I've been on this kick lately of uh, saying that eschatology will save the world. Um, that, you know, recognizing what the end goal is, right? Knowing the goal, knowing that, that the, the point is, is heaven. Um, that's the final journey, the, the final end point. Um, that, 
if we know that, it will it would transform like the way we we think about a lot of things. And so you know, I I, I apply that to this article, and, and my thought is that so many people, um, even uh, this this odd author of this article, they've got the end goal wrong, right? I, I, that that. That it's about okay, you know, that all it is is what we see and experience, and um, and judge on this, on this world in this moment. But just as Elizabeth was saying, like like people are on a journey at different points in their journey, and so what we should recognize, and this is the the, the what was glaring at me looking this article from outside in. I'm not in the health world. I'm not even looking at it, but like, I'm not I've body positivity. I don't follow that hashtag. Right. But, um, but looking from the outside in, what, what is clear is that what we should be saying is that, you know, wherever you are on your journey, that doesn't define your worth, mm. right? Wherever you are on your journey, it doesn't define your worth. And so, yeah, if Lizzo is, is drinking some juice, um, <laughs> If uh, if if you know Cece and I are chomping down on gingerbread uh, cupcakes, um, it's part of our journey. But 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 if if Lizzo's getting to excellence somehow, she's journeying towards excellence. Then then good for her. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know a part of our journey, we make mistakes, and you know we we you know we went to the gym and then we stopped going to the gym. But we we have we have a desire to be excellent in some way. Then keep on that journey. It, it I. I'm not sure if I've dropped this analogy in um, this podcast before, um, but uh, when I work with altar servers, I remind them that like it doesn't matter how bad you mess up, like uh, pick pick up whatever you dropped a you dropped a cruet of water all over the floor, of wine all over the floor. Um, it's all right. I mean, bad things happen. We we mess up, but but recognize that okay, that's not the end of it. Like we got to mm-hmm. keep on the journey. We strive for excellence. We're trying to be our best. But sometimes along the journey, we, we yeah we we go through a period of time where we you know where we're maybe we're bigger or whatever or we're eating a McDonald's three times a day uh, three times a week not three times a day but um, <laughs> wherever uh, you're or, at or whatever journey, wherever you are father, wherever, wherever you are on you the journey are. yes you're right wherever you are on your journey but the point is again like it's it, it doesn't end here. And the and I think the problem with a lot of social media or, or whatever it is is we're so focused on the here, the now, and uh, and it traps people that um they they don't ever get and and then the judgments come in mm-hmm. and it just it's so it's so heavy on folks and it's so so sad to to see it's heartbreaking to see that you know other people's judgments of them on social media or you know yeah what's happening with with Lizzo um you know it's so hard it, it's sad to see when when that derails somebody from the journey they're on, mm. you know? Yeah, it's, it kind of, it's crazy. Cause I, I think about when I was working at the parish at in Fairfield at Our Lady Mount Carmel and seeing some of the priests come through, um, I felt like I saw the humility in a lot of the priests and I understood like, cause you know, people go, Oh, you know, father gained a lot of weight since they first started here or this and that, you know, you hear all these comments from different parishioners and I don't think they're ill. They weren't ill willed, but, but then when I, you know, was working with like, for example, father David and even father Pete, it was like the love that they received from the parish always being offered food, invited to potlucks, like (laughs) as a priest and being part of the community, how do you say notes? No, all the time. Right. So part of the humility I saw in a lot of priests at my parish was like they would break bread and sit down and eat, you know, because they knew that the love and the food was prepared with love. And and so that put them, you know, from a 
physical aspect or, you know, from a body positivity, whatever like aspect, it's like, man, you know, keep eating that way. It's, it's not going to be good. But I also understand too, why, why they eat in the first place or why they say yes, or why they join them. And I think that that's something that again is, is another kind of part of culture that we're either creating or that we've been in or that maybe we can make adjustments to, right? Like, I'm not sure what that could look like for, for, our, for us and our listeners, but I'm just thinking like approaching the food and seeing how it is. And I just want to acknowledge, you know, all clergy and, and priests, especially because, you know, you guys get so much love <laughs> and you got a lot of, especially at Filipinos in your parish, you already oh, know. Oh man, it's tough. It, it's it, it, it's not just our, Fili- the Filipinos give me a lot of food, but it's everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sitting on a box of, I'm sitting on boxes of chocolate. So if anybody Ooh. wants, uh, I got a bunch of boxes <laughs> of chocolate from Christmas. Uh, email us at, uh, at urban picks or at, at famine at urban picks.com. I'll give I away some mind boxes a, a couple of, of treat days. <laughs> But yeah, it's, a few it's tough. treat days. <laughs> there you go. Days. I'll give you a couple there of treat boxes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um. Oh man. No, that's all good stuff. I think you guys are right. There's just there's just so much, you know, there. What I'm hearing too, and just like in our conversation, I think a lot of it too is like we have to remember who we are, you know, in the midst of everything, of like whatever. Whatever journey, wherever you're at in the journey, you know, also recognizing the journey could end at any moment, right? <laughs> like, and it, it's yeah. like, who am I right now? Um, and am I good with yeah. God right now? You know, in all things. And I think, you know, the physical is is one aspect of it. Like, I, I really like what Elizabeth was saying earlier about how, like, is is my body doing what it was made to do? Am I working toward excellence and glorifying God through through mm. my body and my temple? But also, like, is is my mind right? Is my heart right? You know, and I think there's a lot there. You know, when when we look at people um, that we're journeying with together, and you just know, like, I have a friend he lost a lot of weight, um, and he just he felt like people treated him really differently. You know, they were like so proud of him, and then when he gained it back, he felt like people were like, you know, he felt really sad that he gained all this weight back, you know? And it was just like, you're the same person you were, um, you know, at least in my mind, like you're the, you're the same friend you were when you, you know, before, when you lost, before you lost the weight, when you lost it. And now that you gained some of it back, like you're, you're the same person. And I think, you know, leaning on community, cause we did mention that. I think that's a big thing too, you know, um, mm. being in relationship with one another yeah, and being totally. in community. I think that changes a lot. Of, of just of the way that we see ourselves and the way that we love ourselves and the way that other people love us, you know, can move us to, you know, I think growing together, but also, you know, moving me to moving me or something within me to a different place where I might not be as open to go to, you know, and feeling loved can bring a confidence, you know, that nothing else can. And I think that's something, you know, that I've seen in a lot in a lot of my friends and just being around, you know, Elizabeth, we jokingly called her in her Newman date. What was it? Jumping Jack girl or something. She like helped us at, at a retreat once to like, <laughs> you know, like we just knew her for being like this girl who was like leading exercises. And it also, it, it was kind of like a joke thing at some times it would be like, Elizabeth, I'm eating a salad. Check me out eating a salad. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, 
know, little things like that where you're just like in community and like you wouldn't do that to like a regular person. But it's it's like, you know, that like, OK, Elizabeth loves to exercise and and she's like all about health and she's coming in with her homemade foods and, you know, her latest Trader Joe find. And and there's something about being in a relationship with Elizabeth that made me think about how I was eating and not even because she was saying like, you know, well, you guys eat your your McDonald's. I'm going to open up my homemade guacamole. You know, that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't what she was doing, but it was just presenting a different mind frame and kind of like a different thing where I was like, oh, I might just try that. I don't know. You know, and I think that's the beauty of community and relationship is that like it opens us to another kind of just experience of how God can be good to us. Like I never thought I would even try to do keto before when I did it. Like that was, you know, and it was a relationship that brought me to that point. If other people had told me to do that, I'd be like, like, I don't care. I'm body positive, you know, <laughs> like that's what I probably would have like thrown yeah. that card out, you know, but, but after, <laughs> you know, being in a relationship with people and, yeah. and coming to a point, I was like, all right. Yeah, just real quickly, like, the word, you know, popped out to me, confidence, and I think confidence definitely correlates and has a relationship with, you know, our our physical health and weight. I remember kind of similar to what you were saying, Cece, with your friend when I was a big boy and then, you know, dropped all this weight and then, you know, started, you know, gaining a little bit back. You know, I got more self-conscious and Danielle, uh, my wife would just be like, you were more confident when you were big. Like, what happened? You know, because of what happened in the transformation or in that that time so there's definitely something there with confidence and like you and then go back to what you said about community right the community will definitely um help you with your confidence because they're accepting you for who you are because they know your goals they know what you're about they know who you are and i think that's something that is important for our listeners is that having confidence is is, it can be it's it can be a game changer so putting yourself in the right environment and then also remembering who you are irrespective of the number on the scale right because at the end of the day we're all tens what you're saying about this confidence of of knowing who you are and having people around you who can help you discover that more fully that's like almost the exact opposite of what social media does right and so, like, so authentic community helps you know who you are more fully. And then, um, but, but, um, but when we post one picture and then people, you know, clap back or whatever, they're, they're, they're putting their judgments out there. It, it can help, it can confuse who we are. And, and this is, um, maybe totally crazy, a, comp- a totally crazy comparison, but, but it reminds me of this quote from John Paul when he talks about pornography. And he talks about the problem with pornography is not that it shows too much, but that it shows too little, right? Like you can see an image on pornography and you don't know who that person is. You don't know their soul. You don't know what, what wakes them up at night. You don't know what, you know, it, there's such a lack of identity there and it just, it, it minimizes it to just one thing. And so when we talk about that with body positivity and, and people that, you know, are all, all people see on some social media posts is one thing. They don't know your, your hopes and your desires and your dreams and they don't know who you are. They can't support you in that way. All they can do is just be angry that you're, you're drinking juice. And, um, <laughs> again, like, I, 
we're on social media. Follow us, uh, <laughs> Fed on our Instagram. But like, but like at the same time, we know it can be toxic, right? Mm. It, it, yeah. And um, and so I would hope that people, if they're if they're gonna endeavor in something to get healthier, I would hope they have a community that can help them know. Mm. And that goes for anything, whether it, yes. if, yeah. if you're on a faith journey, find a community. If you're on, you know, a health Ooh. journey, find yep. a community. You just you just inspired something. So I was like thinking about the word self acceptance, and I was like, you know, thinking about this podcast and the message we want to send. It's like, okay, self acceptance is a huge part of it, but let's strive for holy acceptance. Mm -hmm. And then if we reverse and if we reverse engineer holy acceptance, it's gonna change what self acceptance even looks like. So totally holy acceptance, mm -hmm. y'all. Holy acceptance. Yeah. I also there's another thing about social media that people don't see, and you know, we talk about this a lot in social media conversations but it's the struggle that it takes mm. to get to a certain point. And when you apply that to like, you know, health journeys as well as faith journeys, people don't realize that a lot of like getting to where you want to be either in faith or even in health takes a lot of really mediocre days. <laughs> it's with the gym, it takes a lot of really bad days in the gym where you still just keep showing up. And then eventually mm -hmm. you hit that PR it's yeah. with running. It takes a lot of, you know, bad runs where you get out there and you put your feet on the ground and you just start running, even though you don't really want to run, you end up finishing the run. And it's all about like Ryan said earlier, just showing up and doing the thing, even if it's not easy. And mm -hmm. we see that a lot, like in our prayer life too, you know, some days we really, really don't want to pray. And those are the days where we need to just give it like, two minutes of conversation with God, even if it's just God, like I'm talking to you right now, mm -hmm. right? That would be like going out for that half a mile run where you're like, I really don't feel like running, but I'm just going to get something in. So it's not always going to be these great days that people see, you know, of you hitting your PR on social media or you running a marathon <laughs> or, you know, eating a salad every day for lunch. It's, it's days where you're not doing that that are going to lead up to those moments. So I think just remembering mm. we keep talking about this journey and most of the journey Ooh, is, so not, is not super like beautiful and glorious. It's actually pretty messy and mm. a struggle most of the time. Um, so if it's any consolation, those of you who are in the middle of a messy part of your journey right now, like just keep moving forward. Just maybe you have to put your head down and stare at your feet throughout the rest of the run, but you'll make it. Yeah, start Aww. start messy. Amen. <laughs> I love that. And reminded when you said PR, it just it came to mind like whenever when I was coaching back in the days, I would actually challenge and I'm gonna challenge all the listeners right now. If you're going to the gym and you do any kind of weights, test your PRs twice a year. Meaning maybe June and maybe December. Because everybody wants to go to the gym and you know, PR this, PR that and and put it on social media, but Show some discipline and don't actually attempt a PR until six months from January 1st. And then for all of our listeners, um, you know, I'm asking for a friend. What's a PR? Personal record. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yes, just, you know, I just thought about it. Yes. Asking for a friend. I just, okay, just. No, so, so, yeah, so a personal, a personal record, meaning like you're always uh, trying to outdo uh, your okay. best. Your personal record, your personal best. And I think what happens is we get so caught up in the numbers and trying to do better than mm. yesterday. But like, you know, Liz was saying, Elizabeth was saying like, in our prayer life, it's going to be dry mm. sometimes. But God just wants to know that you're staying faithful mm. to prayer. Amen. 
He every prayer is not going to be eating a home run. My boy Simon said it's kind of like eating dinner. If you have a gourmet meal every night, then good for you. But the reality is we're not having mm. gourmet meals every <laughs> single night, but we're still eating dinner. Yep. Right. Moms, you <laughs> people are making dinner for you at home or whoever's making dinner. And it's like it, it might be gourmet every so, you know, every so often, but we're still having dinner. And I think that when it comes to our health and fitness for y'all who are training, who are getting in the training, stay faithful to the programs, trust the process. And most importantly, try not to always go big and try to do, you know, go for a PR every week, every month. T discipline yourself, like do it in do it in June and then do it in December and you will see way more results and be more satisfied because you stayed faithful versus always just trying to go for a personal record every mm. week. You know what that reminds me of is like, you know, when you're like trying to figure out what you're going to do for Lent. And then <laughs> I feel like that's advice I've gotten about Lent, you know, like don't try to do 50 different things that are like super hardcore, like just pick something and just stick to that something. Yep. I, there's like a lot of, a lot of parallels with this. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm being called to, I don't know what. I don't know what I'm being called to do. Now I'm having a I'm moment. I'm called to hit a PR. Oh my gosh, what is happening? <laughs> I'm having a moment. I'm if, having a moment. If I start seeing you hitting squats, I'm like, hold on. I don't, I don't know all that. Mar but Marathon oh. runner to oh my power gosh. lifter. Oh my gosh, I'm getting nervous. I'm getting, I lift many boxes of donuts throughout the week. I'll tell you that. There you go. <laughs> Future, future patron saint of donuts. That's me. I have you, the shirt. You know, you got to use, as, as Elizabeth was saying, you've got to use your body in the way Lord, the Lord is asking you to use your body. And you got to yeah. take that hand from the donut box and, and move it to your mouth. You know, there's so much glory. I feel like I'm doing what I was made for when there I eat donuts. Go. You know, I mean, like when Elizabeth said, do you feel like you're doing what your body was made for? Like, yes. Like, yes, yes, and yes again, all caps, bold, underline, 56 font, you know, real big. <laughs> but I'm sure maybe my, it's not that big. I know. I, like, I, wanna, I know that's not completely true. So I'm going to, like, just keep it at a less than 100. But, um, man, this was great. This was, oh, man, uh, this fun. is just, Thanks, like, guys. got me all in the zone for the year, just thinking about things and reflecting on just how beautiful life is and just how good God is, you know, um, to have made us and to have put us together in community also, man. You guys are you guys are awesome. Amen. So we usually end the podcast with a game. Um, it's not a trivia game this time. Because I'm like, am I really going to do like a fitness trivia? That just seems really odd. But <laughs> that I would do that. We can, we can still call it the snack attack, though, because, you know, it's we're attacking attack. our goals. We are. We, ooh, you know, so drop the sting ooh, right here. Okay. There we go. This is the snack attack. So here we're we going to do a this or that. These are a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's just basically... I'll name two things, um, and then, you know, you'll just say which one you would pick out of the two, if any. Um, full disclosure, I got this off Google because I don't know, I don't know a lot of these things. I don't know what they are. But some of them are new. So we'll just go ahead. I'm going to say one thing, and then, you know, you guys can just go back and forth and answer which one. You'll get the same ones. Um, so number one, indoor gym or outdoors? Outdoor. Indoor. Keto or Whole30? There and neither. It's whatever you want. Whole30. Yeah, Whole30. If I had to choose. 
<laughs> group training or solo? Group. Elizabeth's uh, thinking. She's thinking. How much does she like people? Um, no, they get in her workout oh, way. Wow. This one's tough because, you know, quarantine forced me to work out solo and I kind of love it. <laughs> That's so okay. There you I, go. I very much enjoy it, so I'm gonna have to go solo. Strength or cardio? Strength. Strength. Mm. Protein shake or protein bar? Bar. Shake. Jump rope or jumping jacks? I know what that is. I know what that one is. <laughs> Jump rope. <laughs> well, we kind of gave it away. Yeah. Right? But <laughs> I've I've heard foot too many times doing jump rope so let's just go with jumping jack <laughs> so i was like don't let me down here <laughs> um here's another Not for you father anthony <laughs> here's another one i don't know kettlebells or dumbbells kettlebell i like dumbbells i had to google that uh, i'll go with taco bell <laughs> uh, i go. also noticed cc you, you weren't asking me any of these questions <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'd like to know uh, which, whether keto or Whole30, which one I can which still one? have fried chicken on. Um, can I have fried chicken on either of those? Oh, no. Okay. No. Sorry. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Swim or bike? Swim. Swim. Hmm. Give up carbs forever or give up meat forever? Meat. Carbs. And that, my friend, was the snack attack. Wow, that's very telling. Pew, pew. I literally, I literally googled kettlebell. Kettlebell? What the heck? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> like I really, it's like I know what a dumbbell is. What the heck is a kettlebell? <laughs> it's like, what is going it looks on? Like, it kind of looks like a kettle. It's a round. Know? It's Wait, do that again. It's what was the motion? Well, well, nobody's gonna see the motion. Oh, okay. It's like the seven oh seven. Nobody's okay. gonna That's see. That's so funny because I have I have nothing but dumbbells in this Airbnb, and I I, I voted for a kettlebell. But you but, said kettlebell. Yeah, that's, that's okay. So <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for playing. I'm sorry, Father Raj. I didn't. Do you want me to do that again just no, for you? No, it's um, okay. <laughs> Taco Bell. Nacho Libre. Taco Nacho Bell. Libre. He said Taco Bell. <laughs> that was the best answer of the night right there. Oh, man. Thank you guys so much for being on. Um, it's a blessing to know you guys and it's a blessing to, you know, as I said, be together in community uh, maybe if you want to tell us where to find you if you're on social media have some kind of platform you want to promote feel free to do that right now uh yeah just bro rye underscore the inspiration guy on instagram and also youtube um pretty much and those are the two platforms that i'm on right now so right on, right stay on. connected y'all yeah, you can find me on Facebook, but most of my shenanigans are on Instagram. It's E underscore Z with a whole bunch of E's. How many E's are there? I think it's seven E's. Um, or just look at my name. Sometimes I post funny, funny things. So, you know, if you feel like following me, that'll be. That'd be cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll put we'll put all of that on our social so that, that you guys can uh, connect with Elizabeth and bro Rye. And then um, hopefully we can we can get them on doing maybe a, a video about um, some recipe or even an exercise and some, yeah. you know, something that we can do in the, in the new yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to see a protein shake oh, yeah. tutorial, maybe a protein bar review. Oh, I did. I was actually oh. wondering what 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 tastes better, the shake or the uh, the bar, or is that why you chose what you chose? I like the shake better because just the way it 
feed your muscles faster in the way uh, it tastes with almond milk, but <laughs> that's just me. I just really like chewing. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like to eat my protein with my teeth. Fair, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. You know, I did, <laughs> last night I did, a, I did, we did ribeye steaks on the, in the air fryer last night. Ooh. Yeah. So Ooh. Put that How'd they turn out? Oh. I mean, depending on how you like your steak, but we did ribeyes mm. out of the uh, air fryer, nine minutes, four and a half minutes on each side with a one minute sear. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, so. Mm. We'll have to link that. We'll link, that's on your social, it's you on, said? It's on my personal yeah. one, but I'll. Oh, yeah, your personal it's on, uh, Rael for life, but uh, it's on my Facebook Ooh. as well, so. Uh, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for both for both of you, what you do and for having us. This is always a, a blessing to connect with family back on the West Coast. Um, really was excited to, you know, to have this opportunity. 2021, again, let's let's make it better than the last, right? One percent better every day. So thank you both. And Elizabeth, so great to see you, yeah, thank you. <laughs> or hear you. So good to see you too oh man yeah thank you all uh, this is so much fun it gives me a lot of hope for 2021 too so thank you jesus Ooh, amen. amen 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 well thanks y'all um this has been a blast and uh you know hopefully we'll get you back on some other time um but uh until then come to the table and stay fed fam peace Hi, Famine Fed listeners, Rents here, and I'm happy and excited to announce our first supporters on Patreon. So special shout-outs to X3 Cami Cam, aka Cam, who you've heard on our other podcast, Truly Universal, for being our first supporter and who's officially part of what we call the Urban Pixie Crew. And shout-outs to Lady Ophelias, who joins us as part of the Suburban Neighborhood Watch Guard. Venus also runs the Nerdy Epistles podcast, so please check her out there as well. And as some of you may know, Famine Fed, Truly Universal, and the Urban Picks website are all run on the generous time, talent, and donations of our team, as well as donations like these. This type of support greatly help offset the production costs so we at Urban Picks can continue to provide quality content, fun new projects we have coming out this year, and support Ethan, our sound editor's love for Chipotle and Boba. Again, if you'd like to join the Urban Picks family as a supporter, check us out at our website, urbanpicks.com or patreon.com forward slash urbanpicks. And that's picks as in P-Y-X. Now, when you go on our Patreon site, you'll see various levels of support and different ways for us to thank you, ranging from stickers to podcast shout outs like this, and even the chance to be part of Father Raj's Captain Crunch Flock, where he adds you as a friend on Pokemon Go or Animal Crossing, or even join CC's Donut Club, where you'll get an I Default to Greatness sticker, handpicked by Miss Greatness herself. But of course, the biggest support we could ask of anyone is to share Urban Picks and the Famine Fed podcast with your friends and family. We have great plans for 2021, so stay tuned and follow us on our Instagram and Twitter feed. Peace out and God bless. Famine Fed is a production of Urban Picks, all things to all. You can find all of our content on our website, www.urbanpicks.com slash famonefed. Please like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to contact us, send us an email at famonefed at urbanpicks.com or leave us a comment on the Urban Picks website. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.